Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. And welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I'm your host, J215, the number four ever. Follow your boy on Instagram. And in my Instagram page, I have the Know Your Role Player underscore podcast. All right. I would prefer if y'all followed the podcast page, but for some reason, y'all obsessed with following me. I know I'm handsome. I, I know. I have a great beard. I know. I know. I get it. But the whole point of this podcast is not to sell me. It's to sell the podcast. Because if I told y'all before, I am the best NBA analyst in the world that nobody knows. Now, there's better NBA analysts that people know, yes, but there is not a better analyst. It's not a better jokester, and it's definitely not a better looking guy than me. So right, woo woo. Um, where where do I start? Y'all know what I want to talk about. Y'all y'all. Mm, should I wait? Okay, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait because I, I want to drag. I want to drag this out. You know, I want I want I want I want I want you to hold your L. So before I get into the to that team, let's talk about uh let's talk about the power rankings. So ESPN is giving the power rankings. We're gonna run through those real quick, and I'll give you some. Live reaction. The Milwaukee Bucks are 17 and 3. They won 15 to 16 games in November. They have the longest active winning streak in NBA. Listen, they have a simple game. They play defense. They lead the league in defensive rebounds, more than three rebounds a game, while allowing ninth fewest offensive rebounds. They're great at rebounding. Uh, they can always shoot, and Giannis dominates that pain. Second, the Lakers are 17 and 3. Now, I said before to y'all that the Lakers are the best team in the NBA that hasn't played anybody. And I was hating. I don't know nothing about basketball. I'm an idiot. They, they called me all the names. But, you know, no sensitive thugs over here. We do not need hugs over here. So, you know, I told those goofy, dumb Lakers fans that I said, hey, I looked at your schedule. You didn't play anybody. So they've been beating up on the Chicago Bulls and the, and the Charlotte Hornets and, you know, and the Memphis Grizzlies, those those weren't the top teams in the NBA last time I checked. Oh, I'm sorry. Oklahoma City. Oh, they beat the Mavericks once. Yeah, they cheated. Yeah, I know. I'm going to keep going, though. So, the Lakers just got one of the greatest months in fan trials history. They went 14-1. and That's amazing. But they didn't play anybody. And they also lost on Sunday to Dallas, which I'll talk about later, 114-110. to this week, this week they played Denver, Utah, Portland, and Minnesota. So we gonna see, we finna see right now, cause y'all been barking, y'all been celebrating championships in November, idiots. Y'all Lakers fans sound smart to somebody that's dumb. There is nothing dumb over here. You guys are all idiots, and I said it. J two one five ever said Lakers fans are idiots, and LeBron just. LeBron stands, LeBronoids, or whatever y'all want to call yourselves, y'all are the biggest dummies. That bull got his shot blocked, and you know, this is why I don't like him. He is the front runner in this front runner. Whole first half, he's scoring, making easy layups, doing these corny faces. He got his shot pinned to the wall. You know what he did? Start grabbing his arm. Ain't nothing wrong with his arm. It's called his ego got hurt. So the heart, as hard as they smack that ball, is as hard as they smack his little ego and pride. He gonna be alright though. He finna be alright. He finna bounce back. So this week they play Denver, loss, Utah, loss, Portland, loss, and Minnesota win. Now, if I'm hating, I'm hating. So let me let me use my non-hating voice. They can beat Denver, but I think Denver's gonna get them. Uh, they have a great offense. 
they should be able to beat Utah because Utah really can't stop them. The Lakers match up great against Utah. I think Portland's going to get them. I think Portland is going to get them. All right. Uh, next, the Denver Nuggets are 13-4. and four. They won a six-game uh, winning streak, and they lost to the Kings. Uh, it happens. They blew a 17-point lead in overtime. You move on. You know, late-game execution has to get better. But listen, they're near the top of the West, and I told you all before the season, I believe that the Denver Nuggets were going to be the number one team in the West. And they're, they're, they're just right around there. Next, the Boston Celtics are 14-5. and five. Um, So, you know, Kimball Walker is, is, is tough as nails, so... You know, he suffered a concussion last week. We thought it was really bad the way he fell and the way his head fell. But um, there's two concerns for the Celtics that I personally believe. So, one, I think, let me get into my analyst bag. I think the Boston Celtics are struggling to guard the three-point line, and their, is, and their inconsistent bench production from their rookies is hurting them. Okay, so in a two in a two uh, mini series game this week, Brooklyn shot 39.2% from the three and averaged 48.5 attempts. The Celtics bench ranked second in line last in points per game. Uh, Carson Edwards, Grant Williams, they're talented, but they're young and they need time. Next, the Houston Rockets are 13-6, and six, and James Harden's just outworking everybody. He dropped 60 points versus the Hawks the other day, and I looked at the score, and I couldn't believe it. You know, and Kobe Bryant said to James Harden personally, if you think you can do this to win a championship, you're wrong. But, hey, Harden can prove us all wrong and just just do it. So I'm I'm I don't tell people what they can't do in life because people told me what I can't do in life and it was one of my biggest pet peeves. Next, the Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Raptors um, has held. Hold on, the Toronto Raptors riding a seven game win streak to continue to prevail with defense. Toronto has held five of its past seven opponents under 100 points, and he had a signature win over the Sixers, holding. All-star, all-NBA center to Joel Embiid. Y'all saw me roast Embiid. Since then, he's played a lot better like I thought he would. Um, but it is what it is. This week, they pay Miami, Houston, and at Philadelphia. This is a big... The Sixers need to beat... Um, the Sixers need to beat directors. And I don't know how they can do it, but they need to make it happen. Next. Since the 1-3, what? Uh, including two. Two sad losses to the Knicks. The Dallas Mavericks have won 7 out of 8. All right, so it's getting a lot better. Luka Doncic has been dominating. He is the MVP, not no LeBum James. 33.1 points, 9.4 rebounds, and 10.1 assists a game. All right. Next to that, Tim Hardaway Jr., hashtag know your role player. 55.4% shooting in six games. Also, Seth Curry, hashtag know your role player. He's killing them corner threes, and he's going to play better as the season goes on. He's got to get a rhythm. Also, Max Keebler, hashtag know your role player. Great minutes at the defensive sky. But my favorite player on Dallas, other than Doncic, is uh, is Powell. So me and Chef Mel, we always talk about this dude Powell. He just outworks people. All right, his jump shot looks a lot better, and he just outworked on the rebound. When he played the Lakers, he just outworked Anthony Davis, outworked LeBron. You don't want it bad enough. You don't want it bad enough. You never did, and you never will. So this week, Dallas plays New Orleans, Minnesota, New Orleans, and Sacramento. I want them to go 4-0. I want them to go 4-0, and all right? New Orleans keeps losing to OKC, and I'm starting to lose a little hope in my uh, Pelicans. That's my second team. Next, the Sixers. We can pick apart the shooting. It's bad, but we cannot discard Ben Simmons' defensive impact, all right? He is one of the early candidates in Defensive Player of the Year. This is why I keep telling y'all, 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 y'all idiots on Twitter and social media, oh, we can, we going to trade Ben Simmons, bro. It ain't going to work. You do not trade somebody that can win Defensive Player of the Year in his third year. 
All right. That alone should be not trading him. And if you had to bet on him and Embiid, who would have the highest projection, who's going to play healthier, I'm going to bet on Simmons. I mean, Embiid, every season's fat and out of shape, partying all. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of him. He's playing better, but he should be playing better. They paid him a lot of money. Play better. I don't got no time for these sensitive men. Next, Utah at Washington. Cleveland and Toronto. So we should beat Utah. We should beat Washington. Is going to be a tough game. They're not, they're not going to respect them. We, we need to beat Cleveland. Hey, Mr. Metaphor, we need to beat Cleveland by 40, you bum. He know who he is. I don't have to explain it to y'all. Y'all going to find out soon enough. And uh, that Toronto game is going to be tough. Next, Miami Heat. So the Miami Heat this week play the Toronto Raptors. I'm going to say loss. Boston is going to be tough. Washington and Chicago. So they might go 2-2 two and two in that split, but it's going to be tough. Um... They've been playing good. They've been handling their business, doing what it's supposed to do, but we're going to see who they play. Next, the Indiana Pacers are a really good team, guys. Um, Malcolm Brogdon has been amazing. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis had got, like, the best pump fake in the league. Um, he got, Sam Young in Pittsburgh in 2008 had one of the best pump fakes I've ever seen, but this dude Sabonis had Embiid jumping for joy. So uh, shout-outs to him. This week, uh, Indiana Pacers play Memphis, OKC, Detroit, and New York. So we'll see. Next, uh, I got to get through these games. Teams, excuse me. Utah Jazz this week, they play Philly, Lakers, and Memphis. So I want to see how good the Jazz are because they just got blown out by the uh, Raptors. So we'll see. I think they played the uh, Sixers tonight, too. So I think we're going to that game. I think I'm going to that game. I'm going to that game. All right, now. I think that bad. Uh, with the improved play of Andrew, oh, next, next, the Minnesota Timberwolves are 10-9. Andrew Wiggins has played a lot better, and um, to me, Carl Anthony Towns has been the best center in the league. Embiid has been up and down, now he's playing better. Jokic has been up and down, now he's playing better. But since the start of the season, I have to respectfully say that Carl uh, Anthony Towns has been the best center in the league. Um, he's made 3.8 threes per game, a second to James Harden. He's made 42.1 threes at a high volume, Be- that's that's crazy. So, Towns is shooting forty two point one percent from the three with a high volume. So it's not like one three a game. It's like three and a half to four a game. He getting them up, and he banging them, Jones. So shout out to Carl Anthony Towns. This week they play Dallas, OKC, and the Lakers. I see them going one and two, but hey, they can prove me wrong. Let's go next. Brooklyn Nets ten and ten. Okay, so the injury to Kyrie Irving will cause Spencer Dinwiddie some sixth man of the year votes. I disagree with that because. As long as you don't start like 20 games, you can still get that sixth man of the year award, I believe. Um, I love, I absolutely adore Spencer Dinwiddie. Hashtag know your role player. So let me give you all some background. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie was in Detroit and he was playing behind Reggie Jackson, who was a bum. And Ishmith, who was a solid, but he was a third string, uh, uh, excuse me, he was the third string point guard in Detroit. I saw that dude play for five minutes in a cleanup game and I said, he's better than all three of them, all two of them. He can shoot better, he can go to the hand together, and he's smoother. They said I didn't know nothing about basketball. Detroit I traded for him, and he went off. And guess what? He is more important to them than Kyrie Irving. Yo, listen, man. So there's reports. I don't know what's true what's not, so I'm not going to confirm anything. I am not. I don't got my inside sources yet. But Steve A. Smith said Kyrie Irving is not happy. Yo, I'm going to tell you all a secret. This man needs to see a therapist. Or something. He's never happy. He's the most miserable superstar I've ever seen in my life. And he's so woke that he can't realize that all his teammates can't stand him. And that's all I got to say about him, man. Next, the Portland Trailblazers are 8-12. But it's okay. The Blazers have 
stabilize a little bit, winning three out of four. And Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo might have saved your season. Remember, remember when all those Anthony's like Tim McMahon and you know, I, I, I can I'm gonna start naming dudes. I, I don't sub. I'm too old to sub. I'm gonna start naming names. They all, all he can't play. He stinks. Now I said specifically that Carmelo in Oklahoma City wasn't a good fit. I thought Houston would be a better fit in a faster offense, but. Carmelo was a part of the problem, too. He was dribbling too long, and he was trying to take those 2012 shots. In Portland, he's been three dribbles or less in attacking quick. He's still big. He still has his shoulders. He can bump you and get his space off and get his shot off. So, no, he is not what he was. He's not. He can't be. He's too older. But he's still he's still Carmelo Anthony, and that is enough to play. All right, so uh, Lillard returned from injury four games ago. It's going to take a while for him to get it back. All right, so let's talk about them for this week. This week will tell us a lot more about their fit. They play a lot of tougher teams. They play the Clippers tonight, the Lakers, and OKC. All right? So we're going we're gonna to see how good – and Sacramento Kings. So we're going to see. I, I'm uh, – the Sixers are my team. They're, they're my team, but I love basketball, so I root for a lot of teams. So until Zion comes back, I can't make the Pelicans my second team because I know they're just not going to do as good. So Portland Trailblazers are going to have to be my second team. All right? They're not when I say my second team, that's who I'm gonna watch nine times out of ten. Cause I want because the one thing with this Carmelo thing, he really doesn't know the offense yet and he'll get better at it. So uh we'll see. And like his greatest gift is to space and hit threes. That's all he gotta do. Next, the Phoenix Suns have lost six of the seven games. They're coming back down to earth, they eight of ten. Um they're 29th in the NBA in points in the paint allowed a game. They went one and four without Aaron Baines due to a, a hip injury. And DeAndre Ayton is still serving a 25-game suspension for taking a banned derotic. Okay, so this week they play Charlotte, Orlando, New Orleans, and Houston. They should win three out of four. All right, that Houston game is going to be tough, but they can beat Houston. They, they're they one of the teams that match up against Houston. All right, so um, I'm rooting for Phoenix to keep hope alive. Uh, Phoenix is a beautiful place to live. How about this? I'm going to give you all some free game. If y'all want an amazing place to live other than Philadelphia, I'm going to go with Houston, um, Phoenix, North Carolina, South Carolina, but Phoenix is extremely cheap. My mom had graduated. Shout out to mom. Um, she had graduated with a master's degree, and we went to her graduation in Phoenix. I absolutely loved it. I love the culture. I love the air. I love, I love the time zone. So over there, uh, they have a different time zone. So the NBA games come on in the East Coast, Eastern Standard Time at seven o'clock. Over there, it comes on at five, and I, I felt like a little kid. I just felt like joy in my heart. I said, I get to watch these uh, games at 5? So I, I was I was excited. So next, Orlando Magic are 8-11. This week they play Washington, Phoenix, and Cleveland. Cleveland is trash. They should destroy them. I don't know about the Magic. Um, it's a lot going on. I'm going to keep my eye on them this week. I, I want to talk about the Magic uh, one day this week. But I have been happy with Jonathan Isaac. Um, Mo Bamba is getting minutes. He needs more. I want to see what they can do together. They're gonna have to trade. They're gonna have to trade Aaron Gordon because he's he can't play small forward, man. He's not. He can do it in a pinch, but if you ask him to do it for thirty minutes, you're just limiting his skill. And now his quickness that he can use against power forwards, he can't use against small forwards. But that's not. That's a coaching thing, man. That's I can't. This week, um, Oklahoma City is 8-11. They, they've been up and down. So they play Indiana, Minnesota, and Portland. You know, they've been in all these games. So 8-11 isn't the worst for them. They're hanging in there. 
So Indiana, Minnesota, and Portland, I don't think they should win two out of three. So let's see how they do. DeMar DeRozan is averaging an efficient 21.6 points a game. But he is a big part of why their defense stinks. All right. So the San Antonio Spurs, this is 100, excuse me, excuse me, I apologize. This is a 100% fact from ESPN.com. The San Antonio Spurs allow 115 points per 100 possessions when he's on the floor, which ranks dead last in the NBA. When he rests, they're 104 points per 100 possessions, which ranks 12th. So I don't know if he's if it's all his fault, but I want y'all to watch the Spurs play this week and tell me is Demar Derozan playing defense because he is still an athlete and if he's not playing defense, a lot of playing defense is effort, and he's very frustrated over there. You know. I know he's frustrated because he's just not happy. And um, you always got the right to be happy. And I think he's going to wind up getting traded. So we'll see about that. The Charlotte Hornets are 8-13. Charlotte's been the toughest team, man. Um, they're 5-2 and two on one possession game. So when these games come on the line, they're 5-2. and two. So first things first, hashtag free Malik Monk. So once you listen to this podcast... I want you to hashtag know your role player and hashtag free Malik Monk, all right? He's the best offensive player, and their dumb coach isn't playing them. A lot of times, coaches are too smart for their own good, and this is proving it. This week, they play Phoenix, Golden State, Brooklyn, and Atlanta. Not, they might not win a game. Next. All right, my Pelicans, man, they, they got the worst clutch offense in the league. Um, You know, Holiday and, and Ingram are 12 or 40 on clutch shots. That's not good. I just feel like it's too much pressure on them two to do everything. And um, this week they play Dallas, Phoenix, and Dallas. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, them tanking would be great for them because they got so much talent. But if Zion's ready, whenever he's ready, he should play. Because, one, I told everybody he was overweight and he's going to get hurt at that injury. With that weight, and he got hurt. And, you know, you can't be too smart for your own good. And basketball is a cardio sport, so you don't need to be too heavy. You need to be able to run and always run and be light on your knees and take care of your knees. I don't. I can't keep explaining this to people. The Washington Wizards have one of the best offensive in the NBA. They have one of the worst defenses in the NBA. This week they play Orlando, Philly, Miami, and the Clippers. I want to see them play, but I got some good news for the Wizards. Ryan Hamuchimira, me and Brian Timbers Brown, you know, um, one of the people that helped me create this podcast, one of the people who motivated me to do the podcast, who inspired me. Let me say that right. Um, I appreciate you, B. Um, we had talked about him, and he had 30 points the other day. I told everybody, y'all heard my old podcast. This is why I made this podcast, because when I say something, I don't want people to say I'm lying or capping. I don't need to lie or cap. I'm a grown man with a full connecting beard. I don't need to lie. All right, I'm also 6'5", so stop playing with me. I'm not nobody's child, except for my mom's. Hi, mom. All right, next. The Detroit Pistons play Cleveland, Milwaukee, and Indiana. They're going to lose all them games. Next, the Memphis Grizzlies play Indiana, Chicago, and Utah. John Moore has been amazing. Jaron Jackson's been very decent. Uh, he's kind of dealing with a small, sophomore slump. 14.9 points per game, 4.8 are slightly up from his, uh, but his defense is not where it was. So it's still early, but he needs to be better. The Chicago Bulls are one of the worst teams I've ever seen in my life playing defense. With that being said, Kobe White is a stud. Zach Levine is a stud. So I'm going to ask the Sixers to start poaching some of these Bulls players because they got Denzel Washington, who I would adore on the Sixers. They got Chris Dunn, who I would adore on the Sixers. I see a trade coming. I see a trade coming. 
Let's just leave it at that. The Cleveland Cavaliers are absolutely trash, and I will not be talking about them on my podcast, so they resemble an NBA team. Next, the Atlanta Hawks are 4-16. They got... Trey Young is good. All right, here's the thing. With teams like Atlanta and Chicago, it's not the talent. The talent's there. But until you commit to being in solid or a, a respectful defense, you're not going anywhere. So Atlanta can score with anybody, and then they get blown out by everybody because there's no defense. This is what they should do. I know they drafted DeAndre Hunter for defense, but he's trying to score. This offseason, I want everybody to come in with defensive principles. I want them to have attack. I want them to lead the league in turnovers. I want them to do something, all right? So they should draft people for defensive reasons because they have the offensive players to score. They need defensive. They need a defensive monster. I'm going to start getting into the draft towards December and January. I love March Madness, so we're going to update you on that. And I'm going to have a lot more guests, all right? I love doing the podcast by myself because it challenges me to be me and be better than me. And the only person I have to compete with is me. But um, it's fun having guests. Uh, Ill Will, uh, Caleb, I'm going to have the gang back very soon. I always want the kids to focus on school, guys. But once school is good and you're normal and you can take a deep breath, let's go. All right, next. The Golden State Warriors are the worst team in the league. I mean, let me, let me have a, let me have a, um, let me have a conversation with y'all for two minutes on the Golden State Warriors. Forward Draymond Green only played 19 minutes in a 122-105 loss to Miami. Why? The genius head coach Steve Kerr said that Green will have a minutes restriction moving forward in hopes of not wearing him down. Now, last time I checked, he just got paid. So when you get paid, you're supposed to play less? I thought when you get paid more, you're supposed to play more and do more. So y'all let me know what are you supposed to do when you get more money. Are you supposed to rest and not wear him down? Or are you supposed to do more? Because I'm going to tell you what's happening. This bum has not improved his offensive game in the last four years. Draymond Green is an idiot. All right, He talks to LeBron and KD like he's LeBron and KD. Like he said, uh, Paul Pierce, you ain't Kobe. Draymond, you ain't KD. You ain't LeBron. You've been hanging on to Steph Curry's success for long enough, man. It's time for you to prove your own work. In the last four years, you have not improved that top-of-the-key jump shot. You shoot like you have a book bag on hashtag Jansport. Stop playing with me. I love Steve Kerr. Dog, stop enabling this man. Because I know what Steve Kerr's doing. Because Draymond Green doesn't want to compete. He got thrown out of the game. Y'all remember, I roasted him. And so now what he's doing is they're just going to lower his minutes and he's going to have solid low numbers. Because what's going to really happen, if he plays 35 minutes a game, he's going to be terrible. And he's going to be like, yo, I thought this dude was an all-star. No, he's been hanging off other people's success. If Draymond Green was on the Chicago Bulls, you wouldn't even think about him. He got drafted to the perfect team and he did what he was supposed to do. But yo, this season, he's taking an L. He's not a Hall of Famer anymore. He might have been a chance to be one, but no. And I want to tell you another thing. I talked about this on the basketball court the other day. LeBron James could have ended that man's career in Game 7. If y'all don't remember, there was a dunk. Draymond had followed him. LeBron could have ended Draymond's career. I just want you to Google LeBron almost ending Draymond's life, NBA Finals 2016. He missed that dunk by this much. And Draymond is literally the reason why Golden State uh, lost that series. Because they was done. They was up 3-1. They was talking trash to LeBron. The trash talk didn't mean anything. The stepping over him and the saying the magic words, you woke up the sleeping giant. Because he was asleep. And he woke up. And him and Kyrie woke up, and they they took a championship that didn't belong to them. 
And so for Cleveland and Brian, it's their greatest moment, and they deserve it. I didn't feel bad for Golden State because I said, dog, y'all had three chances to win one game. Hold on. You had three chances to win one game and said, nah, I'm cool? No, I'm cool. So um, I, I, I don't like him, y'all. But uh, enough of that. Let me run through. Let me tell how much time we got left. All right. I got to do a lot of stuff here. So... Okay, so the last game I talked to you about was the Lakers and Pelicans, all right? The Lakers wound up beating the Pelicans 114 to 110, all right? I thought Brandon Ingram was going to have a great game. He didn't. Um, You know, he kind of... Anthony Davis had a great game. Ingram wasn't really aggressive. That's okay, though. So I want to talk about uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday's games. So on Friday, the Nets beat the Celtics 112 to 107. Spencer Dinwiddie had 32. Kyrie Irving said again. I think Kyrie Irving is purposely sitting against the Celtics. That's my personal opinion. Next, the the Toronto Raptors defeated the Orlando Magic 90-83. Norman Powell had 33 points. Hashtag know your role player. He's a stud role player, but they've been struggling to find minutes for him. It's about a 6'6 shooting guard that can shoot and defend bigger players. So I'm very happy for Norman Powell. Next, the Orlando, excuse me. The Charlotte Hornets defeated the Detroit Pistons 110 to 107. So in this game, Langston Galloway shot from midcourt around and rimmed around out the buzzer. Um I think it's time to blow up the Pistons. I would let Drummond go. I would trade Blake Griffin because I can get something for him. And I would just rebuild. And I would trade Derrick Rose because I can get something for him. And I would rebuild because what have the Pistons done in the last five years? You, Here's the thing. You either become great or terrible, but that mediocre stuff that you're not barely missing the playoffs at the AFC is actually really bad for your franchise. And so I know they have a new stadium, but I believe they should take two years and just throw this whole team away. Um, Blake Griffin had 17 points and four rebounds. He's 1-7 from the three-point line. I think he'll play better as his knee gets stronger. Free Malik Monk, man, seven points, and that's all. Until they play him, I'm not going to start. I'm going to stop talking about certain teams. So I'm not talking about the Cavs because they're trash, and I'm not talking about the Charlotte Hornets because they will not play Malik Monk. Next, Sixers beat the Knicks 101-95. They were playing with this team a long time, and they finally got it together. Joel Embiid had 27-17. James Ennis III had 18 of his 20 points. Hashtag know your role player. So James Ennis is probably the Sixers' best role player to me. He's 6'8", he can shoot threes, he's tough as nails, and he can guard people. He's nothing special. He's the most regular, skilled NBA player, but he has a lot of heart. I love James Ennis, and um, resigning him was one of the best things they did. Ben Simmons is playing some world-class defense. Let's keep it moving. The Bucks beat the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers are trash. The Bucks are not next. The Heat beat the Warriors 122-105. to The Warriors are competing well, but they don't have the talent to win next. This Hawks and Pacers game was a lot of fun. Um, Trey Young had 49 points. Jeremy Lamb had 20 points. And TJ Warren hit the go-ahead three-pointer with like 2.2 seconds left. Indiana is just a tough team that plays well. Whenever Victor Oladipo comes back, they're going to be like the top. They're going to be the third best team in the East because they're a superstar away from everybody else falling in line. So right now, I think they have Malcolm Brogdon playing in the Oladipo role. But that's okay because when Oladipo comes back, he can ease his way into it by just letting Malcolm Brogdon go off and just slowly get his game back. The Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Pelicans again, 109-104. Here's the thing. 
If the Pelicans can't beat teams like the Thunder, they're going to they're gonna lose their season very fast. And it's just as simple as that. The Utah Jazz defeated the Memphis Grizzlies 103-94. Ja Morant is one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, Utah had their throwbacks on. It's probably one of the best jerseys, like a purple with a little mountain over the top. And the Jazz with purple and blue. It's a beautiful color jersey. Bogdan Bogdanovich had 16 of his 33 points in the fourth quarter. He's one of my favorite players because uh, he gave Paul George the business, and everybody seemed to forget. He... He was cooking Paul George, and um, ooh, how soon they forget. The Clippers lost to the San Antonio Spurs. That's not a good loss. Um, um, one hundred seven to ninety-seven. Lamarcus Aldridge and Derek White had seventeen each. Even with or without whoever did or didn't play, you should beat this team, and uh, that says more about them not respecting their opponent. Let me run through the rest of these games. The Mavericks beat the Suns 120-113. to 113. Luka Doncic had 40-12-10. All right. The Trailblazers defeated the Bulls 107-103. Again, the Bulls are one of the worst teams in the league. And uh, Carmelo had 23-11. and 11, And he's making y'all look dumb. And how about this? He's going to get in better shape. His shot is going to get better. And they're going to run better offense for him. So how about that? Stop playing with Melo, man. Seriously. It's a Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame scorer, and they just talked about him like a dog. And the Lakers, the Lakers have defeated a terrible team again, uh, one twenty-five to one hundred three. So whoop de whoop, you idiot Lakers fans. Saturday, the Kings defeated the Nuggets, a uh, hundred and ninety-seven. They blew a seventeen-point lead. I talked about this game earlier. Um, there's no excuse for losing this game, but I don't know. I still believe in the Kings, but I don't know what to say about stuff like this. The Pacers. Lost to my Philadelphia 76ers. This was a great game. Like I said, I've I've watched the Pacers a lot. They play hard every game. They play fundamental every game. And they have great passing. Embiid had 32 and 11. And Ben Simmons had three steals in 13 seconds. So he is the third. He is, to me, the best defensive player of the year for this year. Gobert has not been good. They're, they're killing Gobert again by pulling him out the paint. I want Ben Simmons to win defensive player of the year. I want Embiid to win MVP. That's what I want. Matter of fact, it's going to happen. We're going to win the number one conference. We'll have the best record in the NBA because all these teams are going to start losing. The West is going to start beating the West up. And the Sixers can beat any team in the West. I don't think they can beat the Clippers in a seven-game series, but they're going to smoke the Lakers because the Lakers don't play defense. And they've been playing the Pelicans and the, and the Hornets and all these and the Wizards. They keep playing all these bad teams. I'm waiting until I get on my Lakers rant. Uh, Hawks and I'm not talking about this game. The Rockets won 158 to 111. Harden had 60. I got nothing else to say. The Bucks won 137 to 96. I got nothing else to say. Like I'm not talking about like you just getting the floor mopped with you. Um, let me hurry up and finish, y'all. The Heat defeated the Nets 109 to 106. This was a very good game. Jimmy Butler scored 20. Uh, my player for most improved other than Brandon Ingram was going to be Bam Adebayo. I've been right on both of those picks because I know more basketball than E. E has his own basketball podcast called Heart, Heart Over Height. So follow your boy E. And more importantly, follow me because I'm better at E than this basketball. And I'm going to outwork that boy because he does not like to work. Next. The Memphis Grizzlies scored 115. The Timberwolves scored 107. The Timber Memphis has been winning. They've been really competing. Um, Dylan Brooks scored 26. Grayson Allen scored 13. Hashtag know your role player. Dylan Brooks and Grayson Allen, both shooters. Uh, Dylan's a better defender. Grayson Allen can really shoot, but we're going to see how much he can defend and stay on the court. 
And um, this is a game that Minnesota can't lose. They're going to fight for a playoff seed. And right now, they're on the outskirts. It's still early, but they need to win these games because back in the end of the season, the schedule is going to get really tight. And it's going to become like between three games between like the two and the eight seed. Next, the Celtics won 113 to 104 over the New York Knicks. The Knicks are trash. Um, I'm sorry, Femi, but the Knicks stink. Uh, you just in New York, people in New York live in the past. James Dolan's an idiot. Julius Randle is trying to average like 30 points a game, and so but by doing that, he's making himself look bad. He has a one year deal, and he's not playing within the team offense, he's playing for himself, and he's playing selfishly on the Celtics side. Jalen Brown had 28, Jason Tatum had 30. That's all they need to get. 28 and 30 from their best two young players, and they're going to be doing just fine. Better than okay. Next. I'm going to skip that game. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to talk about the uh, the crime scene that happened last night in Los Angeles because uh, it's pretty pretty serious. Thunder defeated the Pelicans again, and I don't know why the Pelicans can't defeat the Thunder, but like I said, if they can't beat these types of teams, they're going to lose their season early. The Pistons beat the no-defense playing Spurs 132-98. to um, Yo, that's crazy. So let me let me actually talk about that for a game. Um, Christian Woods. Christian Woods. Do you know who Christian Wood is? I know who Christian Wood is. So Christian Wood is a power forward, 6'10", can jump out of the sky. He didn't have a lot of talent. Do you know who drafted Christian Woods? The Philadelphia 76ers. Now, Christian Woods and Jeremy Grant were two Sixers players. We took a lot of projects when we tanked. And we knew that both of them can play. We just didn't know if we could wait for them to play and pay them the right money to keep them. So Jeremy Grant is doing absolutely amazing on Denver. And we're all happy for him in Philadelphia. And Christian Woods is killing it. He was 11-14, 2-3 from the three-point line, 10 rebounds and 28 points. 28 points in 22 minutes? Yo, bro, that you will not beat any type of numbers in that. So I would like to congratulate Christian Woods for becoming a solid NBA player because he is good enough to be in the NBA, but he has to stay in the NBA with his work ethic and his skill improving. So hashtag know your role player, Christian Wood. That's what separates my podcast from anybody else. I'm Nobody else is talking about Christian Wood. I gave you a four-minute breakdown on Christian Wood because that's how much I love basketball. The Jazz lost 110-130 to the Raptors. Yo, the Jazz, I don't think they're all that good, but we're going to see. Um, the Magic defeated the Warriors 100-96. It was a very close game. The Warriors played very hard. Evan Fournier player scored 32 points, a career high. Terrence Ross added 19. And, you know, you win some, you lose some. But they lost some because they're losers. And the Clippers scored 150 points in a regular season game versus the Wizards. Um, Kawhi and Paul George combined for 65. Like I said, they are the best two players in the league, not Davis and LeBron, because neither one of them are the best players in the league. And Anthony Davis ain't the second best player. He ain't the third best player. He's, he ain't it, man. But forget all that. How much time I got left? I got about less than a half an hour. So, um, I posted on Facebook the other day that, uh, I thought Lakers fans were getting a little too ahead of themselves. I said to myself, I said, self, why are Lakers fans acting like they won a championship? I mean, people were blowing up my mentions on Twitter and in and, and my comment section on Facebook. You don't know basketball. You're an idiot. I said, first of all, watch your mouth. 
Second of all, let's take about five minutes and go through the Lakers' schedule so far. They lost to the best team in the league, not the best record in the league, the best team, 112-102 over the Clippers. They beat a Utah Jazz team that's a very good win. They don't make the playoffs. They beat a bad Hornets team, 120-101. They beat a bad Memphis Grizzlies team, 120-91. They beat a very good Dallas team, and they earned that win. LeBron scored 39. He was amazing. They lost to a bad San Antonio team, 103-96. They defeated a bad Chicago Bulls team, which is the worst defense in the NBA, 118-112, and they're barely winning these games. They beat Miami, but Jimmy Butler didn't play. Uh, they lost to Toronto, the best defensive team in the league, and LeBron was 3-13. They beat Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix is solid, but they're, they're not in special. They're not a good team. Golden State is absolutely terrible. They beat Golden State by 30. They barely beat the Kings by two points. Harrison Barnes blew by LeBron, but because he does not work on his foot placement, he lost his placement and could not get the shot up in time. Let me keep going. They beat the Atlanta Hawks because the Hawks are one of the worst defensive teams in the league. They barely beat the Oklahoma City Thunder twice, one time, 112-107, and 130-127. Now, they are winning these games, but the point I was trying to make to Lakers fans, they're not playing anybody. They beat the Memphis by 1 point, 109-108, and they're not respecting their opponent because these games should be this close. They beat the Spurs by 10. They beat New Orleans by 4. They beat the Wizards by 17. And all I said... All I said was, hey, Lakers fans, let me give you the December schedule. So I'm going to talk about this game after I give you the December schedule. So the first game was yesterday versus the Dallas Mavericks. They lost that game. I'll get back to that game later. Tuesday, they play the Denver Nuggets at Denver. Loss. They, Wednesday on a back-to-back. Remember, that altitude is crazy. So Wednesday on a back-to-back, they play Utah. Loss. Friday, they play Portland. That's 50-50 split. I think Portland's going to beat them. Sunday, they should beat uh, They should beat Minnesota. They should beat Orlando. That at Miami game, loss. They should beat the Hawks. They should beat the Pacers. Thursday at Milwaukee TNT, loss. Sunday at Denver, NBA TV, loss. And Christmas versus Clippers home, loss. Saturday versus Portland, loss. Sunday versus Dallas again, loss. That's through the December schedule. And the only thing that I said to these idiot fan bases is let me know how y'all do in December. So guess what happened last night? I've been saying all season that the Lakers haven't played anybody, and I see defense, defensive issues, and I see kinks in the, in the Kings' armor. I don't know nothing about basketball. Yeah, but they're 72. I, no championship is won in November 29th or 31st. Stop playing with me. So let's talk about this Lakers game versus Dallas. Dallas has one of the best players in the league in Luka Doncic. He is currently my MVP. And when he gets against another MVP candidate, it didn't look like it was close. He scored 21 of his 27 points in the second half. The first half, he was struggling. He was missing all his shots. He was getting no foul calls. But um, I said he was going to get it together because the Lakers' defense isn't good. That's what I've been trying to tell y'all. How many elite defensive players do they have on the team? It's not LeBron. It's not Davis. Davis has been bad on defense. That's one of the shocking stories how bad David's been on pick and roll defense. So let me go through. Let me let me let me let me go through the uh, stats game. Anthony Davis, twenty-seven points, 10. 27 and ten is nothing for Davis. All right, those, those are regular numbers for him. He's so talented. That's not impressive. Now it is impressive because those are good numbers, but he has 
best player in the league talents, but he doesn't have best player in the league intangibles or leadership. LeBron is definitely a leader, way more of a leader than uh, Anthony Davis will ever be. LeBron, 0-5 from the three-point line. Keep your eye on that number. Nine rebounds, eight assists, 25 points. JaVale McGee, 10 rebounds, 4 points, 16 minutes. Not bad. Um, Danny Green, 2 for 8. Caldwell Pope, 1 for 2. And these guys were hitting lights-out threes. So let's go to the rest of their world-class three-point shooters. I told y'all that Cal Kuzma can't touch Brandon Ingram's shoe. Y'all told me I didn't know basketball. Cal Kuzma is no longer a good fit on his team because they need him to spot up and shoot, and that's not his game. He can spot up and shoot, but he can do other things. So Cal Kuzma, 21 minutes, 1 for 8 from the field goal. 0 of 5 from the three-point line. 1 rebound, 1 assist, 4 points. Tridididididash tone. Tridididididash team. Tridididididash Q. Tridididididash all you dumb Lakers fans. Y'all sound smart. This is one of my favorite lines. To somebody that's dumb. Hashtag idiot. Next is Dwight Howard. 12 points, 4 minutes, 3 rebounds. O'Head is washed up. Next is Rajon Rondo. Four points, seven assists, couldn't guard, couldn't guard a toenail, couldn't guard a child. And Kuzma is one of the worst defensive players in the league. I want y'all to know that. Alex Caruso is one of my favorite players from the Lakers have. Um, Ten points, two or two from the three-point line, four rebounds, one assist. And Daniel Jones is one of the best three-point shooters that can't do anything else on the basketball court. Uh, one or two from the three-point line with five points. So, why did the Lakers lose this game? One, they gave up 17 made threes. Two, 51 rebounds to 42 rebounds. And three, they're just better. All right, so let's give let's give Dallas some love. Let me let me hashtag my role players. Let me I love they had one of the top 5 role playing teams in the league, and I'm about to give you some stats. Jalen Brunson didn't do nothing. Darrell Wright I'm a Durian Wright, brother of Darrell Wright, or former Miami Heat player. 28 minutes, 7 and 12, 3 or 6 from the three point line, 5 rebounds, 9 assists, 17 points. Uh. Seth Curry only made 3 points, but he'll play better. Uh. Jaron Jackson, 15 points, 1 rebound, 3 or 5 from the three point line. Uh. Max Keebler, 1 from 2 from the three point line, 9 rebounds, 6 points, and playing some really good defense. Uh. Tim Hardaway Jr., 8 points. Zero seven from the three point line, two rebounds, but he played very hard. Uh Dorian Finney Smith, two of seven, um, two of five from the three point line, five rebounds, and two assists. Uh Porzingis, still playing like poor trash. Fifteen points, six rebounds. Uh but this is who I want to show some love to. This is my favorite role player this year because uh PJ Tucker been getting toasted and roasted. Dwight Powell was out-rebounding LeBron, was out-rebounding Davis, and just wanted it better. 15 points, 9 rebounds, but his impact, his impact could not be matched. His energy could not be matched. Listen, Rick Carlisle is an old-school coach, and he plays the right guy. This guy has to start for the rest of the season. Because to me, he's been outplaying the uh, million, $100 million man, Chris Jash, poor trash. You know what I'm saying? The Latvian bum. So, um, yeah. So, Lakers fans, where you at? It's getting real quiet in here, everybody. 
That was a line from Mr. Metaphor. Shout out to King Meta. It's getting real quiet in here. And guess what? Y'all finna lose some more. So you know what these, these dummies and idiots said to me? They said, well, we're going to go on a 10-game winning streak. I said, I just read your schedule. Well, we're going to go on. We beat Dallas, too. <laughs> sensitive thugs, they all need hugs. All y'all Lakers fans is sensitive. I don't got time for no sensitive men. The only time you need to be sensitive. I, I ain't. Listen, man. I, I, listen. I need my voice for tomorrow's podcast. Lakers fans, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. And let's talk. Let's talk about me. I don't know about this Lakers team because they've been front running and celebrating. They had the best record in November in their franchise history, but they haven't played anybody. December they play people. January they play people. February they play people. March they play people. April they play people. And May they play people. We gonna see. In the words of the great Drake. We gonna see. Cause capping is at an all-time high. But I'm gonna leave it alone. Cause maybe y'all might win every game this season. And maybe y'all might go. Somebody says 68 and 14. Bulloney. 68 and 14. Pig feet. <laughs> hey, let me get on tone too. So the other day I had to roast my I, I like to roast my friends because your friends aren't your friends unless you can roast them. So me and Metaphor had a back and forth, and I had to respectfully hit him with some intellect. And, you know, me and him, we people don't understand we can roast each other. Like, I hang up on the phone, and he hang up on the phone with me every day. I don't care about his feelings. He don't care about mine. But at the end of the day, that's my man, man. So there's another guy talking some dumb stuff. His name is Anthony Gilmore. He is a chef, a really good one, in Delaware. But more importantly, he's a good Muslim brother. He's a man of faith. And I respect men of faith, all right? I'm Christian, he's Muslim. We don't have to share the same faith, but, you know, we respect each other. We always did, we always will. But apparently, that delusionalness that, that Mr. Metaphor got, he thought that he couldn't get some of that too. So, Tone, you next. You've been talking about the Giants. Now, I specifically remember when the Eagles used to beat the Giants, you wouldn't even speak to me. I'm like, yo, bro, you okay? No, man, just the way my life is. I said, dog, it's just a game. No, man, it's the Giants. You know, wearing that Giants jersey all day. Hey, Tone, check this out. Y'all won two Super Bowls. I will never take that away from you. You beat the New England Patriots. You're going to be 75, and you're going to love that moment. But, bro, life is not about the past. We can acknowledge the past, and you keep talking about a marathon. Bro, do not ever in your life again send me the definition of a marathon. I am way smarter than you. You're catching up to what I've been doing. Y'all won two championships, but the last five years, y'all been bad. They've been playing with the legacy of Eli Manning, and I know that hurts you. They drafted Daniel Jones, and week one, he was better than Peyton Manning, and now he stinks, and now Eli needs to get off the bench. But yo, bro, we do not dwell on the past in life. We level up. We don't level backwards. Yesterday is not coming back. I understand in the decade, 2020 is coming, and y'all said y'all dominated for the decade. No, you didn't. What'd you do in 2019? What'd you do in 2018? What'd you do in 2017? That's a part of the decade, man. Stop living in the past, Tone. No, no, I'm not interneting you. This is real life. I level up. 2018 was the worst year of my life. 2019 was the best year of my life. Do you know what that's called, Mr. Google Words? That's called resiliency. So Google that, Tone. 
Now, see, Tone's an intellectual brother. You know, wears a nice pair of glasses. I know Tone's game. I know Tone better than Tone. Real cute, man. So I asked, I said, so this, this is what I'm going to do, because I like to do this. my podcast. I asked Tone, I said, yo, you tell me I thought the Eagles won the championship. We won a championship in 2018, but I don't live in the past. Right now, we're not doing good. So the Eagles record, I think, is 5-6, five 5-7. and six, five and seven. We played the Miami Dolphins, which were 2-8. and eight. We need to win, and we lost. That's embarrassing. But with that being said, Aaron Rodgers was playing the New York Giants, and it looked like he had the settings on Madden on rookie. And guess who didn't talk or tweet or had nothing to say all day? Anthony Gilmore. And so me and Anthony Gilmore were going back on it on Facebook. And I said, good brother, good Muslim brother, what is your record? And, you know, he's playing a semantic game with me. Oh, we're terrible. No, 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 no. What is your record on NFL.com on ESPN, por favor? That means please. We're not good. And I said, yo, you're playing with me, man. I asked him 32 times, guys. No, no, I'm sorry. That's a, that's camp. That's a lie. Let me take that back. I asked him over 15 times what is his record. How many times do y'all guys think he told me his record? Zero. That's called pride. It goes before destruction. Now, he says I'm getting the semantics with him. Tone, what is your record? I want y'all to, you know what I mean? If, uh, his name is Tech Building on Twitter. Ask him, what is the Giants record? I do not dwell on the past. Yes, y'all won two championships in the 2010. And from 2015 on, y'all been a hot sack of poop. The Giants' current record is 2-10. and ten. So let me get this straight. You played 12 games and decided to only win two. Stop playing with me, Anthony Gilmore. Stop. Love you like a brother. But a tough love is for you, for Meta, for everybody else. I'm smarter than you. I'm better at everything than him. I always win. I outworked both of y'all in 2019. In 2020, I'm going to outwork both of y'all again. And any other man. And if you got pride with me, I'm in North Philly, baby. I don't hide. You know what I'm saying? 22nd and Tasca, Cambridge. You know, just, just ask about me. Ask who Black Thor in Philadelphia is. They'll tell you who. The baddest man that ever walked in Philadelphia. So, Anthony Gilmore, what is the Giants record? This is the Know Your Role Player Podcast. This podcast is available on many platforms, but the best way to listen to my podcast where I roast Mr. Metaphor and Anthony Gilmore is on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, CastBox, Stitcher, and many, many more platforms. If you download the Anchor app and search K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R, you're going to find out. This is Monday morning. And me and Femi, we we talk. So I say, Femi, if you win Monday, you win your week. I have already decided I have won Monday because I always win. Anthony Gilmore, what is the Giants record? Y'all be good.